0: Welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laurent Landis. The late Patty Fink is late to do her block walking, so she's taken a couple of weeks off. Um, our guest today is Christy Noble. She is the chair and president and CEO and uh, dictator of the Dallas County Democratic Party. Is that how, your description? Yeah. Um, it, it works. People
1: say I'm dictator, so we'll, we'll just go with it. For we'll now, go with right? that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, it's a few weeks before the election, and by the way, for equal access, equal time, uh, if the chair of the Rep- Dallas County Republican Party would like to come on, we'd love to have you also to discuss some of the issues. Uh, speaking of the issues, what are the major issues in this week's uh, this term's election?
1: Well, obviously, from the Dobbs decision in June, uh, the decision that you know reversed Roe versus Wade.
0: Oh, thank goodness, Patty isn't here.
1: Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I wouldn't get a word in. <laughs> right. But I, and I don't blame her. Right. So I obviously <laughs> a, a, abortion and um, reproductive justice and reproductive rights is a is a big topic. Um, and then obviously the the economy I think is is a huge issue right now. Obviously, we've mm-hmm. seen inflation. Um, at record rates, and and how either side is going to be able to to talk about that. Um, but I, I I do think reproductive rights is 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 front and center. And then I I think there's some some underground you know things that are still bubbling um, from 2020 and 2021 around um, criminal justice reform and and uh, you know the the leftover from the Black Lives Matter where you know maybe the the intensity has. Um, has died down but there really still hasn't been a lot of progress made in those areas so how about fix the damn grid oh well yeah, I mean, really, we could go on and on, Dave. But yeah, fix the damn grid, yeah. and and thank God Mike Collier came up with that. Fix the damn grid; it's everywhere, and it's it's the, there. Really, hasn't been anything d- done with that either. I mean, I think if if you look at it in terms of maybe there's been you know uh, some band aids put on, but 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 overall, the Republicans want to claim victory because in the in the the heat waves this uh, this summer that we we didn't have any issues, but but we did have issues. Yeah, well, they yeah, they well, people didn't die, let's say that, right? But yeah, we did have exactly. issues. There were days and days and days of people of the the ercot saying, you know, reduce your reduce your use, reduce your activity, right? Right.
0: Right. right. If
1: people didn't die, is that the standard for the Republicans? Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what they want to say. I mean, that's, I mean what, that's a pretty low standard. Well, the bar is low in that, that category. We, this is Texas, Dave. Come on. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, so th- those are the things. I, I think you're right. I think, I think Fix the Damn Grid is definitely one of them. Um, and related to that, climate change. Yeah, and you know what's really sad is because of the Dobbs decision, because of what's going on with the economy, that we did lose people. That even though the grid issue is around climate change, you know, two years ago it was it was front and center because of what was going on. But you think about it, what is happening? Um, the, the storms that are happening, the deaths that are happening. Um, what, what was the the latest but nobody hurricane? was killed in Texas. Nobody was killed in Texas, and you know there so was-
0: we can. Claim that as victory
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: we sent the hurricane to Florida
1: <laughs> right exactly <laughs> exactly
2: and then there's the other issue of immigration. we're busing people to other states
1: yeah yeah there's that that's that but but you know that's not a political issue, right, guys, based on what uh, <laughs> no Abbas not said? That, not at all that's, that, that's just a safety issue for those migrants. Right, give right, me a break right right
0: you know if he was working with governors in other mm-hmm. states. And saying, look, we took in a certain number of immigrants. Can you take some of them?
1: Right. And let, let's make a plan, right? That's what the, the mayor of New York said. That's what, and and they, um, Abbott claimed that they were, you know, busing migrants to large metropolitan areas in the like east. Like Martha's Vineyard. Right, that's exactly where <laughs> right, I was going. Because right, right. it's so large. But but what happened to the folks that they sent to Martha's Vineyard, that is obviously um, extremely <laughs> democratic, right. um, very liberal, um, what they do? They took I, care of those they folks. They took care of them. Right? With and no notice. With no notice notice right i mean the right.
0: planes landed they were not expecting them did they even file a flight plan i think that's one of the things I, they're investigating yeah about.
1: I, I don't i don't know much about that but i don't think so I'd love to be to Mark Vineyard for- yeah it's a vacation, it's a vacation. yeah okay. no i the the thing about it is if i hope that at that 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 you know, gubernatorial level that that really is exploited across the the airwaves and on on TV as part of the the media plan, because it it truly is using people's lives um, as pawns and as tokens in this this political game, which should completely backfire on on what Abbott's doing. I mean, the the, the my understanding is they didn't even know where they were going, right? And what. Let's talk about what that looks like in terms of history, right? Here, get on this bus, get on this plane, and, and go. We're not telling you where you're going. We're not telling you what, what's going to happen to you. And they end up in some random place, you know, 2,000 miles at least, away from where they thought they were going. Right, And,
2: right. and, and the few things they were told are, were lies,
1: yeah, what were they told? I, I think some
2: even... of them were told, not necessarily where they were going, but they'd have jobs and waiting, oh, yeah. waiting for them. That, yeah. no such thing happened. Yeah, I.
0: Yeah. Well, the people of Martha's Vineyard looked for some jobs for them, for some of them, for some of them.
1: Yeah, and they and they did and they did take care of them, but yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm just gonna. Just throw it out there. What yeah. what time in history does that look like when we throw people on on, on planes and trains and, and buses? Right, uh, right. Bus. Yeah, or under the bus, yeah. Right. And th- how scary is that? I mean, but that's what we've mm-hmm. been saying for the last six years um, si- since Trump got elected. Where are we going? We're in a time in our nation's history that has never been seen before, where instead of we are having um, incremental progress in – gaining rights for all people and for individual groups that they have been pulled back from the last six years, we have, we're in a process of systematically taking away people's rights. You know, and I'll just go back to the DOPS decision for a second, right? That was the first, you know, step in a Republican platform and a Republican plan that has been going on for decades, 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 yep. and you know Clarence Thomas, in, in his his write up on that decision, said this is just the beginning, folks. Right? Next is uh, freedom of contraception. Next is um, marriage equality. Marriage equality, yep. both from sodomy a, equality. yeah sodomy laws, both from a, a, a gay marriage perspective and interracial perspective. Mm-hmm. No, um, no, no, no. He, he, didn't mention, he didn't mention that. Oh, one. that's right. Conveniently. Oh my bad. My apologies. Yeah. I wonder, why. Just I wonder why it's the
0: same thing. Right. <laughs> right. Based on the same piece of the Fourteenth Amendment. Right. Right. But it's
1: completely different. Yeah. Because, and, you know, because he's married to Right. He's married to a white woman. Yeah, so yeah.
2: what I do like about what he said is that he didn't beat around a Bush about it. He yeah. was he was clear. Yeah. And you know, people can't you know think, oh, this is um, hypo- hypothetically, this could happen, or the hypothetically, this is what they want to do. No, 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 no. Right. He was clear. This is what he wants to do. This is what they want to do. How much more? And now they've reversed. Um, R- Roe versus weight. It's already been happening. What more um, evidence do we need to to see that if we need we need to get we need to get busy here?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I, it's almost like, the, I mean, I, I know that on 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 the Democratic side, the, you know, we've been raising the flag and we've been. You know, yelling out the you know the bullhorn for quite a while on these things, but it's almost like um, th- the Republicans in some way are hiding in plain sight because it's just not clicking with as many people as I would think that it would click with. Yeah. Does it, I mean do you guys think?
2: No, I, I agree.
1: Yeah
0: it, it, like, and of course, I always will and and we're in, in very blue Dallas County, yeah, <laughs> and seeing that yeah, there's this disconnect.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, and then and then folks that and, and, and I don't know what it is. Is it, it until it? I, I feel like on the Republican side, it, it really is until something like this affects somebody you know or somebody you love. They're like that's never going to happen because I remember, um, you know, in the lead up to 2016, right? Um, folks that were you know in the know or had some kind of concept of what could happen when Trump got elected and he started replacing uh, these uh, federal judges, let alone Supreme Court Mm -hmm. justices, that I remember talking to folks. I remember talking to my own family and saying, you know, my right to marry could be taken away. You know, I know my sisters were, you know, very big proponents of, of of abortion, and they are Republicans, right? But I said, that could be switched around. They were like, no, that mm-hmm. can't be switched. That has been law and, you know, codified by the Supreme Court 40, 50 years
0: ago. And two of the Supreme Court justices that were confirmed under Trump said yes. that they believe in stare decisis, which is the concept that once it's been decided— the Supreme Court needs to respect that decision. And leave it right, alone. And How right. did they vote? Uh, against. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I.e., they lied.
1: <laughs> I.e., they lied. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, but, it, but it's interesting, and I'm just taking this, you know, this is all anecdotal from, from my experience in my family, is they're like, oh, well, that's as far as they'll go now. and Or they'll even say... I didn't say that. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm going too much down the, the personal, but it, it is a real, really scary time. But then you think, you look at it from um, just internal to Texas, and like I, you know, we brought up that the, the issue of, of reproductive justice is, is front and center in this. Um, one of the major races on, on this ballot, besides, you know, governor and lieutenant governor, we can talk about those, but is um, attorney general. Right, and and that position in particular can have a very big impact on how far these rights um, are going to be taken away and the and the envelope pushed here in Texas, because basically, you know, we are at the forefront of this, unfortunately, in how far and the example that the Republicans are going to set at a statewide level um, to how far they can take away um, access to to abortion. Um, And so right now, Kim Paxton, our um, currently um, under indictment uh, attorney general, who who ran from a subpoena not long ago, um, is pushing to make it um, illegal and to be able to prosecute um, a woman who is pregnant, who tries to leave the state right. uh, to get an abortion. So that, it doesn't even, yeah, it says to get an abortion, but basically they're putting travel limits on women. How
0: un-American how, is uh, that? Just a
1: little bit, how just un-American bit. is that, yeah.
0: So You know, if somebody were to travel, let's say from here to Oklahoma, uh-huh. uh, or from here to Kansas to get an abortion, Paxton wants to prosecute them here in Texas. Yes. If you were to travel from here to Kansas and kill somebody and return to Texas, the Attorney General has no say over that. He could arrest the person for Kansas and return him to Kansas for the murder charges.
1: That's a really good point, Dave. That that makes... that makes so much sense, right? But you know, I
2: I, mean, I also think about the logistics of it. How are they even going to know if someone is pregnant and left the state?
1: Exactly. I
2: right? mean.
1: So what they can do, it doesn't matter, right? That opens up the door for all kinds of things. Well, we thought they were pregnant. Oh, we thought they were leaving the state for that. So think about how far that, that could go Pregnancy tests at the border. Yeah. Yeah, it.
2: They, they want. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, we're right. we're, we're, we're laughing, but are we going to have checkpoints at 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 um, state entrances? No. Every, every car is stopped to see if a woman is pregnant or not. You know, security
0: at the airport doesn't take long enough. Yeah. Security at the at the uh, at the airport just doesn't take long enough. I know. I've traveled a couple of times this year. I have too. Um, I think we should make it longer and give everybody a pregnancy test.
1: Well, yeah, and and that it's so absurd, and it's it, it it is a a pattern of the things that the the Republicans, specifically at the state legislature, and you know at the attorney general level, that they are they they're trying to work on. I mean, last a legislative cycle, um, not this. This this last one, but the previous one, what was the big thing? It was the the bathroom bill, right? Mm-hmm. right. And then um, in this last one, it was around trans kids playing soccer. So now we're not only you know uh, doing pregnancy checks at the border, but we're doing um, genital checks at uh, in, in in the, the locker room mm-hmm. right. right before a game
2: to, to to minor girls, might I add?
1: Right, right, and and we're and and so how invasive? Are, are they really trying to get when you put some of these laws into practice? Not enough. Not <laughs> enough. Not enough, yeah. I,
0: I, I'm just playing devil's advocate here.
1: Not enough. Not yeah. I would
2: become unglued if my kid came home.
1: Yeah, because you have a daughter. Me, yeah.
2: yeah, and came home and told me that they wanted to do genital checks on her before she did a game or joined a team or something. So, I just can't even wrap my brain around that.
1: Right, right. Well, and and if we go back to you know talking about um, what is it going to take for some people to understand the direction and the um, you know how far this has gone, and I think it is that until people start um, it it, it ha- starts happening to people that they they love and care about. I um, I, I talked to somebody who had uh, a, a friend who's Republican, and um. There was, um, you know, her daughter was, you know, a young adult, had, you know, an, an epto- e- eptopic pregnancy, mm-hmm. right? And she was going to have to, um, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, I don't know, I'm, I don't have all the, the exact terms, but basically her pregnancy was, the, the baby was not going to be viable, Right, yeah. because the
0: baby was not forming inside right. the uterus. Right, right. It's, it's
2: when it, it's when that uh, embryo does not attach to and, the and the and, and, and w- w- I think right outside of the fallopian tubes in the in the uh, in the uterus.
1: I'm so glad that there are gentlemen here who know more about that than myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, more than you know. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. No. So, um, but so, but she was going to have to carry that baby to term and how painful that's going to be knowing you're carrying an unviable child and then realizing that she could get in trouble and be taken to jail for trying to leave the state to get an abortion. Then it finally clicked with this woman, oh my God, that they, they are, you know, how far they are going and they are going to actually hurt my daughter Well, an for ectopic
0: this. pregnancy you can't take to term and trying to deliver that baby could kill her.
1: Right, exactly. Because Absolutely. there's no, um, no exception for you know, health of the mother, health of the baby, um, no exception for rape or incest in, right. in what we're talking right. about. In so. Texas. In Texas, yes, yeah.
0: Right. Um, we need to take a break in a minute. I just want to go back to fixing the damn grid. Okay. Um, Abbott's been criticized for not calling a special session. Mm-hmm. Had he called a special session and nothing was done, he could have said, eh, I tried. <laughs> legislature couldn't get it done. If the legislature had gotten something done and buoyed up the grid somewhat, fixed some things, you could take credit for fixing something. What was the strategy do you think behind doing nothing? I payments from the energy companies?
1: You know, I, I, I don't. It's hard to make sense it, out of it. It's hard to make sense out of it. I will say that, you know, it, it is evident that during the, the, the freeze that happened, um, as, as soon as there was the, the shortage of, of energy, the prices increased. And, it, you know, we followed the money. And as the prices increased, the, the, the folks in the energy companies, um, who many of them are direct uh, campaign donors to Abbott, they profited. Right? So, you know, that's again, you know, situational. Did this really happen because of this type of, you know, evidence? But, I think what you're saying is a possibility, right? It, you know, he just wants to keep that in check. But then the other thing, you know, we mocked at the beginning of the show that, that I'm the, the the dictator of the Dallas County Democratic Party, right? <laughs> um, there is a part, I think, um, on on the Republican side that feels to me that they don't want to be told what to do. And I, I feel like that if they went into a special session, um, then they... Quote lost something. They by would have
0: looked politically weak.
1: Exactly. That's an exactly. interesting take on that because mm-hmm. I haven't understood. He had nothing to lose. Right. He really. I didn't. I don't think he did either. Because the thing is, the Republicans are in control of the legislature. So if they would have done something, fixed something, right? You're right. He they would get credit had, for it. Yeah, they get credit for it, and they can't say, you know, then we couldn't have been banging the thing, fix the damn grid, do something.
0: All right. You're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Ron Landis. Patty will be back with us next week. Um, we'll be back with more Lambda Weekly right after this.
1: Hi, this is Candy Markham, and I listen to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. Listen.
0: And welcome back to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laurent Landis. And we are talking to Christy Noble. She is the dictator of the Dallas County Democratic Party. <laughs> yeah, quit Party. saying
1: that, Dave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the what, chairman? Chair, yeah. The chair of the Democratic Party here I'm in I'm Chair Dallas. Noble. Ah, you are, aren't you? I'm
1: blowing stuff up, Dave. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the candidates. And um, one thing, we don't endorse one side or the other here. But what we can do is talk about some of the issues that uh, are coming up, especially on some of the commercials. Rochelle Garza is running for attorney general against Ken Paxton. Uh, He's not accusing her, but a PAC is accusing her of being a lawyer for human traffickers. That's a direct quote from the commercial. What does that even mean?
1: Yeah, I have no idea. Actually, I, I saw that commercial for the first time this morning, and of course it had all the dramatic music and the shading of of Rochelle when they, they brought her up and and you know showed pictures of her, you know, with a scowl or something to make her look look evil and and sinister. And I, I have no idea what, what that means. The lawyer of human traffickers, because she's gonna what um, protect the people. It, it, it makes no sense. It, it, it makes no sense. I don't even know. But, but, but I just want to say that, you know, if you look at all of the, um, the, the advertisements that are from, you know, conservative PACs, they all look the same. Even the mailers that come out, right? They have, they have the, the Democratic candidate, you know, darkened out, a bad picture of them, um, and that they are going to do something against some dog whistle, um, you know, comment or theme that riles up the Republicans, right? So the Republicans are always afraid, oh my gosh, immigration, you know, immigrants are going to come and they're going to take our jobs and they're going to wreck our economy, right? Um, they're going to come, uh, you know, gay people are going to come get their, get their children, um, trans are going to do something against their children, um, uh, you know, and then and use their bathrooms and and use their gosh darn bathrooms. Right. <laughs> so so that so that that's the whole thing. It's a, it's a dog whistle against immigration and that Rochelle is somehow going to um, make that happen. Uh, at a, at a higher rate, and you need to protect your children from Rochelle Garza, which is which is ridiculous, right? Um, we were just talking before the show about um, a, a case where Rochelle was um, uh, protecting and trying to make sure that a young um, immigrant girl did not have to, uh, who 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 was pregnant, did not have to carry that baby to term, right? Um, and and so she is actually, you know, protecting uh, immigrants and protecting children, and 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 they just want to turn it around. It, it there's none of it that's true.
0: Um, Mike Collier, he he's for open borders, and he wants to bring Biden's failed politics to Texas.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that's a quote again. I'm. Uh, from one of the commercials that uh, a open is borders,
1: running. yeah, the, the three top folks on our our uh, our ticket, I've heard, are now you know ba- based on the commercials from the the conservative PACs are for <laughs> for open borders. You know, just because we want a um, documented path to citizenship that is um, fair and um, and doable and, and and quick and efficient. Then, then we want open borders, right? It, that, that's ridiculous, it right? Is. Um, Mike is one of the most methodical and brilliant people that I know, right? He, he's an accountant. Um, he is dug into the details of property taxes, why they're so high, how they're tied to um, education, um, how they're tied to the state, um, at the state level, actually not funding um, public education in the way that it should, and therefore that gets passed down to the municipalities and the local governments, which means that property taxes go up. And so he has an, a direct plan, right? Um, anyone in that type of mind frame that can put something that is so complicated into a plan that would save us money has that same type of plan for an efficient um, uh, path to to citizenship. So, so again, it's just... Um, the, you the know, Republicans, you know, doing that dog whistle thing.
2: You know, the, the whole catchphrase, open borders, it's, it, unfortunately, it, it works with, the, yeah. with with their base. Right. But seriously, I don't know a single candidate Ever saying that they're for open borders.
1: Never, never, never.
2: <laughs> Republican or Democrat, nobody says they're for open borders. Right.
1: Well, and that—that's—that's that's where our political climate has gotten. And and I'm just gonna, you know, I I blame the the far right on it. It it, it is a bunch of dog whistles, and because it has become a media, um, you know, media catchphrases and and, and to to grab, you know, the what are they called? The the sound bites mm-hmm. to to ignite the strong hatred and fear within the Republicans to get that get them to vote. Because if you think about even uh, you know as as soon as ten years ago, fifteen years ago, government was boring, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about are we going to you know do a I don't even know the numbers, but we're talking you know between uh, two tenths and four tenths on um, property tax. Nobody's going to listen to that. Nobody's like, you guys figure it out, right? We care about this. We care about this. Um, Republicans, Democrats, figure out the policy. That's what I want government to be again. Let's make government boring. That's kind of what I want my catchphrase to be. That's
0: kind of like when Buttigieg was running. He said, "Yeah, when I'm president, you might not hear from me for a week because I'll just be doing my job. You do your job. We'll (laughs) leave each other alone. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Let's make government boring again. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Beto. He's attracting huge crowds. Mm -hmm. It dates from uh, his hiring somebody from North Haven Church. Her name is Mindy. Uh, North Haven Church fits about 350 people. Mm -hmm. Mindy uh, called or, or arranged a rally within about two or three days for Beto, and 750 people showed up. Right. I mean, the place was just packed. Right. Beto noticed that. He said, I need some of that. They said, oh, it's Mindy. He hired Mindy, and he has been attracting crowds around the state. I oh, don't that's know. interesting.
1: I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, I
0: don't know what she's doing, but she's certainly doing her job. They're getting their money's worth. Abbott rallies tend to be attracting tens of people.
1: Right, right.
0: But the polls aren't showing that.
2: I was just about to say that. Unfortunately, was still showing, I think, five to seven points behind. Perfect.
1: Right. So I mean what do you think? Do you How think there's a real a, a chance? Well, he, here here there's a few anecdotal points that I think that, that I think we can make on this. Uh, one, you know, uh, Beto is When you listen to Beto's talking points, right, it's about bringing down property tax. It's about um, a woman's right to choose. It's about... Open borders. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) It's about a path to citizenship. It's about, um, you know, making sure that we have uh, safe schools. It's about, you know, putting in background checks, putting in, you know, um, red flag laws, all those kind of things. Expanding Medicare, right? Or Medicaid, right? Medicaid, yeah, which which again goes back to the property tax and safe schools and and making sure that you know we become a, a state that isn't last in um, people being uh, insured and um, it being so hard what will last in uh, you know maternal uh, death rate um, you know going into uh, uh, birthing. So if you think about all those things, it's a, it's a it's a message of hope. And when you think about Democrats and Republicans, what Democrats respond to, or people who think more on the liberal side, and what conservatives um, respond to, conservatives are going to respond more to hate, fear, um, and and circling the wagons and keeping what they have and not losing what they have. Where 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 folks on the liberal side are more about, um, you know, expanding. Uh, rights, all of us are in this together let, let let's let's do more together and so so that's one kind of high level thing that I think you're you're seeing about people are drawn to Beto because he has a vision um, that's a positive vision that's going to bring more rights and more prosperity to everyone. Um, from a polls perspective, if you remember in the last cycle, um, the polls showed Democrats kind of up and down the ballot. Um, being ahead moving into um, the 2020 election and so then boom what happened right we didn't win by as much in an, and we didn't make the, the the strides that we were hoping to make at the in the Texas House Texas Senate and so the polls were were kind of wrong right and so um, I think that there might be some adjustments being made by the pollsters in, in this because if you look um, at the at the at the gubernatorial level, most of the polls are showing Beto behind nine point seven points. I think the closest he got was five points. But do we know that's true? I don't know. It's, it, it, I'm not a big believer in polls. But I also um, heard, and I didn't read this, but so this is more anecdotal, that if you look at Kansas and you look at Alaska, where we both had where we had Democrats win in special elections, and then also their New York election, um, the polls going into those elections um showed democrats down and so democrats outperformed the polls going into those elections and those in those three elections so that could be something now is it nine points probably not is it a couple points maybe, maybe. right the, the
2: one glimmer of hope i do have is you know what i've never been polled
1: yeah there you go, there and you go. I, I haven't been I, polled I've,
2: either i've never not voted Right. So like I don't get so I'm sure there's a lot of others out there like me. So Right,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I think um now we are further away from the Dobbs decision than the Kansas election was. But obviously Kansas is a extremely conservative state. Really? I thought it, they were flaming liberals. But look what they did. Dave, <laughs> you're <laughs> too, too much. <laughs> yeah, but look what they did, right? They mm-hmm. um they they really came out and I think that there's I mean the hope is is that there's a uh, a level of um, women who maybe haven't voted or voted, you know, maybe on the Republican side that that come over and and vote on the Democratic side because of this Dobbs decision. Now, I will never ever say we need to um, to focus or count on crossover votes because I I'm not sure I I believe on that in that in an ongoing basis, but I think that there are um people who are going to vote that haven't voted before because they are afraid of that and they are people that probably wouldn't be polled.
0: Yeah. 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 This brings up how important it is to vote in every race. Mm-hmm. Um there'll probably be more judge races on the ballot than anything else. Yes. Why is it important? Because once somebody is elected judge you would hope that whether they're Democrat or Republican they're just going to be fair mm-hmm. even handed um, good people, and the judges I know are good people, so why is it important, and what's the difference between our democratic and our republican judges
1: well let's let's talk about that from a from an overall democratic republican perspective mm-hmm. again um, you know yes, the law is the law, right. But, if, one, if we just look at what's happened, we just talked about that at the, in the Supreme Court, right? Um, folks came in, they said that they, they, they believe that once a, a case is decided by the Supreme Court, it shouldn't be messed with, right? And then they did the opposite, right? Um, unfortunately, our courts have been politicized, and we appoint and we elect Republican or Democratic judges um, based on their, their, their values and what they will support and how they will interpret the law. Um, so, so it is super important. The other thing um, that we look at, and I, this goes hand in hand with what you mentioned, I, I believe about um, Abbott bringing in just tens of people at his meetings or rallies, mm-hmm. is that when you look at the funding Of Republicans up and down the ballot within the state of Texas Um, the majority of that funding comes from maybe numerous PACs right but the money that goes into those PACs is the majority by a very small handful of people within um, West Texas right the almost every house district race almost every um, they're working all the way down to the municipal level and the ISD level at bringing in very far right conservative folks that are being funded by these people on the very very far right. And so, if they um, do get into office, whether it's at a judge level, as a municipal level, ISD, or all the way up to a you know a, a state house, um, or even up, up to Abbott. If the majority of the funding comes from somebody who is a, a far right conservative, then that's how they are going to wield their sword when they're in office, and that's why I think it's super important to do that up and down the ballot. Now, from a from a judge perspective, um, you know, like at, at the J.P. level and at the judge level, those are where the rubber meets the road in terms of how much um, voting can affect. Uh, people within our community right jps are Mm -hmm. um, they determine evictions they determine um you know uh, you know juvenile cases they the um judges up and down the ballot you know they they determine um how uh you know cases are going to be decided when we're talking about people being injured in in car wrecks um how they're Uh, If someone is taken advantage of by a a large corporation, and are they going to, you know, uh, tend to lean for the corporation or for the individual? So these judicial races, um, they affect us here at home more than anyone could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Yeah. 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 Um, Do we have any school board races? No, not that I know of. I don't or, believe we have or any Or those credit. are May races. They're, they're May races, and then um, they're typically, the ones that are in November at this point are typically in the off year. So they would be oh. in the odd years, like Mesquite and some other cities have. Uh,
0: and we do have some county commissioner races.
1: Yes, we have uh, Elba Garcia is on mm-hmm. the ballot, who is our, uh, our Democrat for um, District 3. I think four. Uh, is it four? Yeah. She sits it's all It's two way. and four. That's right. It's two and four. And then um, we have J.J. Um, uh, Cox. Cox, who is the, uh, the Republican county commissioner, and Andrew Summerman is running against him, who mm-hmm. is just an amazing um, – he's been an amazing lawyer. He's been an uh, elections lawyer.
0: Now, one thing people should know about those races, if you're in, say, Elba's district mm-hmm. and you don't see her on the ballot, you've been redistricted
1: yes you've been redistricted right and and yeah because redistricting happened in, in in 2021 and so um the basically what happened if you look at it from a layman's perspective is that they made the republican districts more republican and the democratic districts more democratic right um, but the hope is we're still trying to flip everything so um I really believe that we have a strong opportunity for uh, Andrew Summerman to, to win that Commissioner 2 race. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that he has the votes and he has the, uh, the ability to be a very strong commissioner. And
0: you're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Ron Landis, who believes Trump won the election. And we'll be back right after this.
1: Hi, this is Patty Fink, and you're listening to Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM.
0: And this is uh, Lambda Weekly on 89.3 I almost said this is the Jewish music hour because I, <laughs> I, I'm confused. Uh, which show I'm doing this hour. This is Lambda <laughs> Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet. I'm here with Leron Landis. Uh, and our guest is Chair Noble. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> of oh, the Democratic Party. You know, that would make a great T-shirt.
1: Actually, it would. I- yeah. In
0: blue and yellow.
1: Yeah, it would.
0: <laughs> Christy Noble is the chair of the Democratic Party. So, Leron, why did you... So, earlier you this year... Trump won the election uh, okay
2: well, i'll just move on
0: earlier this year
2: <laughs> wait texas had a, a record-setting um lgbt candidates who won their their primaries 24 of them um i that, didn't realize it was that yeah, many was that wow many. Yeah. that's great yeah um uh, some of them some of them are already in office uh, some running for the first time uh-huh. um what do you think their prospects are of actually winning
1: well, let let's talk about the ones that I, I know most about here in here in Dallas County. Obviously Julie Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, although they you know, redistricting they did um, supposedly, make her district, um, you know, safer for her. She has a a, a a a strong candidate. They've been running a strong campaign, but I ultimately feel. I mean, Julie's an amazing candidate. She's an yeah. amazing fundraiser, and she is a a great legislator. When so, you say
0: an amazing fundraiser, she's the top fundraiser in the
1: legislature. Absolutely, she is. Yeah. She is. I'm glad I'm her friend. <laughs> no, I'm <kidding. laughs> no, she does an amazing job. And and the thing about Julie too is that she is she's a team player, right? Um, I, I as the the county mm-hmm. chair talk about that that we need to be um, team Democrat. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to make a a change in our state at all levels, right? That that we have to do this together. We have to um, we have to campaign together. We have to to help each other out and support each other. in in races where we need to to win, and then um, just all together. The stronger we are together, the more we can do. And Julie is one of those folks who really helps um, other legislatures or other candidates um, trying to flip their districts, and um, she truly supports the the party, so she she's amazing. I, I can't talk okay, about. Okay, Jessica enough.
0: Gonzalez. She's running unopposed. What do you think her chances are?
1: I think her chances are amazing.
0: Are yeah.
1: She's great. Yeah, she's going to win. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Amazing. <laughs> as long as she votes.
1: As long as she votes, <laughs> as as she votes. and and I'm going to vote for her. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So she's there. She won. So she won.
0: Yeah.
2: And then local uh, no, another okay. uh, first time is Vinton uh, Jones. Yeah. Um, he, he 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 is running. Uh, he has a. An opponent, but it's looking like he probably will win. And he'll make history if he does win. Again, pretty sure he will. It's one of only three openly gay
1: African-Americans
2: in the legislature.
1: And the first um, uh, HIV positive. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, Venton, you know, this was his first time running. He had a very... um, primary. Mm-hmm. Um, House District 100 is mm-hmm. is a uh, you know a, a, a fairly strong uh, Democratic seat. Um, but uh, when uh, it, when Jasmine vacated Jasmine Crockett vacated that seat to run for Congress, um, that field got pretty packed, um, and he did uh, obviously a, a great job running. And um, I'm just going to say again that he is also. It, it is great to see. Um, you know, young legislators, young um, candidates come in and and really have that Team Democrat um, yeah. perspective. He he does have a libertarian opponent, but I, I feel confident that he'll win that. And I, I'm excited to see him yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, be in the state
0: legislature. Yeah. Um, who are some of the other candidates you were thinking of?
2: Uh, well, you already mentioned one. I have to scroll down and look at the other ones. <laughs> um,
0: Celia Israel, running for mayor of Austin.
1: Yes, I know she was running. I do not know very much about her, but I think that would be an, uh, amazing and it would make so much sense to have mm-hmm. um, a lesbian um, uh, mayor in Austin,
0: yeah. Um, in Houston, there are several. Um, Jolanda Jones, mm-hmm. who won a special election. Right. Um,
2: she would be the only lesbian African-American. In the legislature. In the legislature yeah. Or she already is. She already is. Yeah, she already yeah, is if she, she retains will. her seat, she will. Um,
1: I wonder if I'm the only lesbian county chair. I don't know. I bet I am. You could be. Let's just say I am.
0: Let's just say you are until we're proven otherwise.
1: Boom, like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like we're the oldest, longest running LGBT radio show on well, the Well, that's air, true.
1: That's true. And we can always say,
2: until you can prove otherwise. Until you can prove otherwise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're claiming that title. We're claiming that. (laughs) Um, Are you going for the list? Yeah, Yeah. and and there probably is no one consolidated list. There isn't, I'm sorry. I'm just going off the ones on top of my head. Uh, Shannon Elkins, who we had on our show a number of
1: weeks ago, over in Tarrant County. She has a tough race. She does, she does. I, I don't know that, I know it's a tough race, mm-hmm. but again, I don't know. And great candidate. Great candidate, we need to keep her, yeah, absolutely. Sorry folks, I'm really focused on Dallas County.
2: So, so here, here here's a few of them. Um, Tanya Parker, she's already a district oh, yeah. court judge, Yep. but she's got to keep her seat. Yes,
1: yeah, she does, and she um, will, she, she, she's such a fair, good, um, deliberate judge. Um, mm-hmm. She should keep her seat. That shouldn't be a problem.
2: Um, Jason Cox, He's um, he will be out of the Harris County uh, appropriate court judge. Um, let's see, who else? Bo Miller, never heard of him, uh, running for the uh, district court out of the 190th district, uh, judicial district court. And
0: Aaron Zwiner,
1: Yep, Aaron Sweener. Sweener. Yes, yep, yep. She's she's, running for
0: the house. She, she came into the legislature same time Julie and Jessica. Oh, okay. She yeah. did.
1: She's down in the hill country.
0: She's just below Austin. Yes. Hayes and um, what's the other county next to?
1: I don't know, but I. But yeah. she's the first bisexual, bisexual member of the legislature. Okay. Yep.
0: So we have the L, G, the B. Do we have a T? Um, Madeline Eden is running in Bastrop. I didn't know that. Oh. Oh, that's great. She's not on the list, but yeah, that's great. And she is, I mean, talk about a qualified candidate. She is the one who developed some of the software that the Democratic Party uses. Mm.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. She's a brainiac, All right, awesome. I'm
1: gonna gonna look into that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up, uh, on LGBT issues, uh, the HRC just issued this week its uh, congressional report card. 194 members, including zero Republicans, made 100%. Uh, and the 100%ers include EBJ and Colin Allred. Mark Vesey got a 94%. And then 148 um, members of Congress got a 0%. Cornyn got 18 Cruz got a 0 Uh Kay Granger, she's a she's good moderate, which is why people in uh, Fort Worth keep voting for her. She got a 2 Two. Uh the Republican that got the most in Texas is Tony Gonzalez who earned a score of eighteen. And it was things on in on the Senate side like confirming uh Katanji Brown Jackson, confirming Pete Buttigieg, confirming Rachel Levine, mm-hmm. uh voting for the Equality Act, mm-hmm. voting for PrEP access, voting for the John Lewis voting rights law. Um does this show a clear difference where the average score on the Democratic side was 98 and the average score on the Republican side was five and a half?
1: Five and a half. I think it shows, (laughs) yeah, I think it shows a little bit of a clear difference for sure. And, you know, that's obviously we all in in this room could talk about um, why we vote the way we do and why we're astonished. I mean, I'll go back to my own personal experience again is I still don't understand how uh, my family members um, can vote Republican um, up and down the ballot every single election um, knowing or ignoring uh, the facts that you just brought up, Dave. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes no sense. Um, and in this case, you know, even in this hour, we've talked about that those, you know, folks who are more conservative, they don't um, they don't. They don't have the lights click on and they vote what I would consider the right way until it affects somebody that they love. But even in these cases, for some reason with LGBTQ issues- um, It's
0: not enough to- Yeah. To open
1: our eyes. It's not enough to open our eyes and take action.
0: You have family members who look at you and say, well, Christie's doing okay.
1: And and that might be, right? And maybe that's more of a a whole different perspective in terms of um, I may be gay, but I have other privileges. Uh, because I'm a white woman, that that mm-hmm. the, that they don't play in, into that. I guess I I don't know, you know, or because I haven't, um, you know, I haven't been assaulted for being a uh, a gay woman, you know. Mm-hmm. I I who, who knows that that probably makes sense though, Dave. See, and
0: I have no way to compare because in my family, I'm the most conservative member.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That would be amazing. What about you?
2: You know, I <laughs> my family, uh, my biological family. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're, I can't think of a, a single Republican. Um, you guys are lucky. But <laughs> my husband's family—that's a different story. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's just—it's just what you just said. Um, they love us, tell us they love us, seem to embrace us, not just accept us, but they still vote Republican. It, it, it has caused some contention. Yeah, yeah it's, I, 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 I just, it's hard to wrap your brain around. Yeah, it's, it's such a.
1: Yeah. A, the, the dichotomy is just yeah. th- is mind blowing, the dissonance yeah. there.
0: Yeah. Um, another piece of news was this this week or was it last week that Biden uh, pardoned everybody with federal marijuana convictions for small amounts of usage or small amounts of possession? Um, Beto is right there on that issue. Yeah. He wants to legalize marijuana in Texas for more than just medicinal purposes. Um John Cruzo who's um uh running for DA for re-election for DA, he has not been prosecuting small pot usage and possession. Uh was he just ahead of his time?
1: Well, I think he's listening to the to to the people, right? I mean, mm-hmm. um Texas is behind like like it is in many other issues on on this particular issue um, um, from a you know a recreational and medicinal purpose and and then we go into the economic issues they talk Republicans talk about being um, uh, for the economy, uh, the, 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 the taxes that would come from this, the ability to, to do, uh, provide other services around this would be, would be amazing. But, um, so ahead of his time in Texas for sure, and, and I, su- you know, support John Cruzo. He, he, he's doing a great job, um, from, uh, from that perspective, from addressing, uh, recidivism back into, um, you know, the, the criminal system, um, but there's – I don't know what the percentages are. I don't have that in front of me. But I know the percentages of people who um, actually uh, y- use cannabis um, from a recreational perspective is, mm-hmm. it, it is very high. And um, that that's what the people want. Isn't it like 70% that, that – uh, I, I, I don't know the number, but
2: I, you're right, it is kind of high. It is really high. So. I, I, I know just about as many people who smoke for recreational purposes as they do drink.
1: Right, exactly, exactly, yeah, so so so, ahead of his time in Texas, um, and um, everybody else uh, who is voting against is behind their time
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that has not really been much of an issue in this election though
1: no, well, the, when you're talking about taking away rights and um, uh, the damn grid, and mm-hmm. there's there's only so many things that that the, the right, elections right. can have front and center, really. Right. But I, I I do think that um, you know, uh, Beto talking about that, and hopefully, that's something that that would pull out younger voters. I mean that that is still the enigma, right? right. I, I'll be honest, mm-hmm. you know, um, figuring out how to pull out younger voters and how to pull out um uh the 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 rugged. Hispanic, white, and uh, African American men uh, t- to vote more, and specifically to vote on the Democratic side is still the, the issue that we need to address. Um, the statistic
0: we heard was that Beto lost to Cruz, mm-hmm. was that four years ago or six? Four, four. four. 18. Four. Mm-hmm. Um, the number of voters that are registered as Democrats in Dallas County, had they all voted, that was the margin of difference statewide?
1: Yeah, so um, he lost by 216,000 votes statewide in 2018. In Dallas County, there were close to 500,000 people who were registered to vote that didn't vote in 2020, right, the most important election of our lifetime. Um, And any way that you slice and dice or use an algorithm for those 500,000 people in Dallas County, at least 300,000 of them uh, would vote Democrat if they would vote, right? right? And so what I've been saying this whole lead up to this election is that we have the ability as a Democratic group, as liberal thinkers in Dallas County, to um, make Beto win, which would change the trajectory of our state, right, which is the state that's leading in these radical conservative Right um, legislatives, the, the the laws, the way we're interpreting laws, the the way that our attorney general is prosecuting them, um, and if we can do that, then in 2024 we can, from Dallas County change the trajectory of our nation by moving those electoral college votes to uh, a democratic president, which would change everything in our mm-hmm. country so so getting people who specifically think like us. Out to vote in this county is um, extremely important and can could change everything. And I've said this a number of times. I'm all for a law like
0: Australia's election law that you are required to vote. Sure, hundred percent. And you get a fine if you don't.
1: I would love that. I mean, yeah. I I just don't understand. This is the you know our it's our right to vote. It's the voice that we have in our government. And I know people feel uh, disenfranchised but um maybe that's something that needs to happen
0: yeah christy i want to thank you for being here thank you for having me i always love being here uh i'll be off next week i'm going to my (laughs) 50th high school reunion
1: oh i thought you were just 50. (laughs) (laughs) can i just say one thing um i just want to say that please everyone go out and vote please volunteer go to Dallasdemocrats.org. we have a all kinds of activities and events coming up to make sure that we get out every single uh, voter in Dallas County. And and thanks for having me on, you guys.
0: Thank you. So next week. So next week it will
2: be Patty and I, for now. Okay.
0: Yeah. And we'll see if you have a guest. We'll see if we have a guest. Okay. For all of us here at Lambda Weekly, have a good week.